Hey everybody, and welcome back to Modern Geekdom. On this week's episode, we're celebrating Comic-Con 2018. Talking about all the awesome stuff that popped up over the last week. And getting into a little off-track discussion as we do. Stick around. Julie, do the thing. Modern Geekdom. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Modern Geekdom. Would you kindly shut your noise hole? All systems go, Michael. Give it! Give it! Oh, the hell with it! Modern Geekdom. Another week. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Here Welcome. We we're still not whole. Only we still yeah, only we got keep, three of the four, and yeah. I think we've going on. I think we're going on like it's, six episodes or something with only surprised by this three thing? out I mean, of the only three quarters. Summer dog of days of summer it's since summer started. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I... It is what it is. I'm not. You got vacation. I'm not complaining. I'm just making an observation. A lot of events going on. Ty is currently at a concert, and we really can't blame him for going because we wish we could be there too. Yeah, VIP box seats to Foo Fighters. I'll totally take. Yeah, I'm a bit jealous. Bit jealous. Anyway, but speaking of jealous, I actually had a couple of friends go to Comic Con last week, and they were there for legitimately all four days. Rubbing no, it in on Facebook, they were. I did you not? <laughs> I'm just. Kidding. It was a yeah. constant barrage of pop culture references and images taken from Comic Con, from the panels, from the floor, you name it. The entire four days, they didn't go to the preview on Wednesday, I will, so I can only rub that in their face. Yes, <laughs> but like the actual events for Thursday through Sunday, they were there, and I just, I yeah, I was so envious. Because there was a lot of stuff going on at Comic Con last week. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, yeah. So we've got we've got a lot. Let's, to talk let's dive right in. Yeah. There's one one that really uh, caught my attention is. Uh, so what do we think of this uh, this Titans TV show? The uh, yeah okay so this is what kills me about it and I know it infuriates the hell out of Kook. It's on DC's new streaming service. To fuck a streaming. I, can, I can't say it's going to compete with the likes of Hulu or Netflix, but it's going to no, it's not. It's with, gonna it, it's yeah. it's it's gonna it's compete there with as you know, a like as a money grab. Yes, because they think <laughs> that they can do it better than everybody else. Yeah, like there's a reason that people still watch Netflix and Hulu and don't pay for CBS All Access because nobody wants to be constrained to one no. network. Yes, assholes. Yeah, and at least Crunchyroll. Pulls in content from a myriad of sources. I mean, it's one thing; it's anime, but at okay. least it's not and, one company. And it, right, and that, and that's where I'll I'll give you credit there only because you are taking an entire genre of things that there's probably a good forty to fifty percent of that that yeah. you're not gonna find on regular TV. Exactly. And had DC come out with a partnership with, like, Dark Horse or a bunch of other independent comics companies that wanted to get in on developing animated and live-action versions yeah. of their characters or something like that, and they created a standalone I would complain also, less. I would complain I much, much less. I still would complain. Yeah. And it's still yeah. nonsense. Yeah. You have, a, you have a fantastic array of... Popular, well-serviced, well-run streaming services between Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime Yep, that are already established. They already do great work. They're already in millions of install bases. Uh, you know, they have, they have an install base of millions of people throughout the country. I, you... We don't need more streaming services. Yeah, and I didn't this, see it, this whether or not they actually came out and were talking about DC Entertainment, the or the DC Universe, the streaming service, which is going to be called DC Universe. I don't know if they actually came out and gave any real details about that sort of thing. I'm pretty sure at the panels and stuff like that regarding Titans, it was more about Titans themselves, and they might have barely touched base. Um, I could be wrong about that too, but I haven't seen anything talking about... DC Universe as a streaming service in any depth, but you got to assume that if it's just the one company, if it's just DC, and it's just you know Warner Brothers being the parent company there, but it's just DC, they're not going to have a whole lot of content. Like, how much content can they actually have? 
Right. You know, it's exactly like Crunchyroll. Again, they're they're pulling in <laughs> content from many, 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 many sources. Plus, they're showing and they've got archives of tons of previously produced stuff. You know, it, uh, <coughs> CBS is all access, which we've been railing against for over a year now. How much we hate it. It's the same problem. It's one source. Now, granted, the difference there is the fact that at least CBS has a ton of archived stuff that they can touch on, but DC I, doesn't. Like, what? Well, can and DC I'll tell you what. Do? And I know that I'm one person, but I will never sign up for CBS All Access. I, I've actually basically completely stopped watching any shows on CBS because they want to do this nonsense. Yeah. And I'm not the only person that I know of that's done that. So I, I, I would I would love to hope that CBS is feeling an impact on that, that they're seeing ratings drop because they're being money grabby. They're yeah. they're you know they're being dollar pedophiles, <laughs> and you know want to grab whatever dollar they see. Um, but I'm sure they're not. I'm sure plenty of people are signing up for it and they're getting their their you know money's worth out of it. Otherwise, they'd quit doing it. Yeah, I don't know though, because seriously, it but would have made more sense if it trash. had been Warner Brothers. You know, like Disney's yeah. coming out with Disney streaming service, but at least Disney owns multiple sources of content, so it makes okay. a little bit more sense. It sucks, but, but it makes a little bit more but, sense. But here's the thing, and here's the thing that I think makes CBS so much worse than any other company on it. I already, I, I have a baseline cable service that I supply to only because it's a bundle package with my internet right now. Yeah. That happens to include Disney Channel. So I can go and log in to the Disney Now app, watch the stuff that's on Disney because I have a cable company login. Yeah. CBS All Access does not let you do that. Nope. Mm. And that's what makes them worse. That's what makes them complete shitty assholes. Yeah, I don't think this new Disney streaming service is going to allow you to do that, though. If you've got a cable subscription, it's going to be such a completely separate thing that they're not going to let you do it. It's going to be exactly like CBS All Access, except it's going to have a lot more content because Disney has the right yeah, to Yeah, except so it's going to have things. Star Wars... Star Wars Clone Wars on it, so I'm going to have to pay for that one. Yeah. But it's like, here's the problem. Like, <laughs> CBS aside, if DC had come out and said, oh, if they had come to Comic-Con this year and said that this is our entire slate of everything that we're going to be bringing or intend to be bringing to the new DC you know, streaming service, it would maybe settle a few you know, qualms that we've got with it, but I doubt it because it can't be that much. Had it been Warner Brothers... Warner Brothers doing pretty much the exact same thing that Disney is currently doing. That'd be different because Di Warner Brothers owns so many different sources of content. They have the rights to so many different pieces of content, pieces of media, movies, television, you name it across the board. They've got the rights to it. They could have their own streaming yeah. media service. So it just doesn't make any sense to me why this right. is DC alone when they they have nothing up front. That Like this brand new Titans that they just showed, the trailer well, for it... It looks good, but I'm a little pessimistic. We got no, burned. it doesn't. We got burned with Marvels and Humans <laughs> last year, and that was such so, a that was so horrible. And everybody was all excited about it at Comic Con, even though the Comic Con trailers did not make it look good at all. And yeah, I want to I want to put this out here with regard to Titans, and I'm glad we're kind of steering the conversation back there because that the, that CBS conversation and the and the new streaming services just pisses me off. Yeah, but. I, I just watched this Titans trailer again, and it's not good. <laughs> I, it's, I, it, and what's funny, the, the particular YouTube video that I'm, that I'm watching this on, the, there's a comment by, by one of the people on it that I think perfectly encapsulates this Titans trailer, and hopefully the show is better than that, but the comment says... This feels like it's for 13-year-old girls who like to write fan fiction. <laughs> and that's exactly what I got out of that trailer. It None of that trailer looks good to me. And 
I, I realize where they're kind of going because right now the popular Teen's Titans show or Teen Titans show is Teen Titans Go, which if you haven't watched it is <laughs> mind numbing. If you're not a very hey, I'm not a fan. I I don't have the attention span for it. I don't have. <clears throat> well, but that's the problem. I mean, I have an attention span. You don't even span. need to and have bounces, an attention span because yeah, exactly. it's like it's so off the wall. Of it's nonsense, awkward. like. You know, it, it's so bad, and it's really disappointing because the original Teen Titans animated show was so good. I that yeah. I, I I don't know how they went from Teen Titans to Teen <laughs> Titans. Go. It seems like a strange leap. And then <laughs> well, yeah, and then and then this. I it just the more that I the more that I watch it. It's just nonsense. Yeah, I mean, especially after having a great show that's uh, returning for a third season, like Young Justice. Young Justice, there was a trailer for a uh, third season at Comic-Con this year. It looks great. You see that, and you go, well, see, that's what the Titans are supposed to be. That's what the, you know, that's what those characters are supposed to be like. That's how they're supposed to be developed. And then you look at what DC's doing with their live-action version. For those that haven't seen it, Young Justice is back to it. We're back talking about an animated series. Yeah, it's an animated series. It's fantastic. It was not done for, like, some standalone streaming service or anything like that. This was, you know, on broadcast or, you know, for a while. And it's been, a, it's been on hiatus for years, but now they're bringing back a third season. And this is what makes me so irritated about Titans now is the fact that Young Justice is coming back for a third season, and there's nothing to say that it won't do a fourth if it's well-received again. Yeah, but they're not... Uh, you know, one of the things that I think we have to point out is that the the way that DC does these properties, and, and Warner Brothers, you know, overarching in, in most of those two, they're not an interconnected universe. It's not like they're interconnecting no, exactly. their animated... And that's, and, and that's and, not my point. And the, live my action point is, shows. They did such a good job with Young Justice with character development, with the portrayals of these characters, that with that coming back, why they're doing Titans now is mind-blowing to me. I understand that well, it's a completely I, separate I, thing I understand. Action, but it makes no sense right. when they're bringing Young Justice back. Yeah, but they they're pitching it they they're pitching a completely different audience as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They they're trying the 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 people that they're trying to appeal to with Titans are not people that are watching Young Justice. And, and it's just I I and they're definitely I not realize the that they want to use the property. Go. Well, uh, yeah, cuz they're not 6. Yeah. Um Oh God, Teen Titans Go is so bad. <laughs> it really, um, it really I'm sorry. Like I, I know it's popular, and I like, but it is, it's bad. It's it's exactly it like with so the new bad. Spider-Man animated, uh, this new Spider-Man that's been out for like three or four seasons or whatever it's on right now is, is equally. You talking mind. about Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah, whatever it is. I, it's Marvel's no, Ultimate I, Spider-Man or something like that. It's No, Ultimate Spider-Man is not anywhere near as bad as no, Teen Titans Go. It's not, Go. As it's not bad, good, but it's not but good. But it is not it, it is it's it, meant it's for not, that it's meant for that low it's not that denominator bad. and extremely young audience with no attention span. Like, well, that's right. What it's uh, well, other than DC, they're not making a ton of animated features for 35-year-olds. <laughs> True. I, I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> I, it just—it's not happening. I don't—I I, don't—I I don't fool myself into thinking that they're going to make a whole bunch of animated stuff that's geared towards, you know, my demographic. Very, very well, specific. Again, DC <laughs> thankfully has been seeing as how they just released yesterday. I, right. I'm not Death saying that they Superman. don't, but I, I'm not saying that every single one of these is going to be, you know, no. up my alley. No. That's, and that's fine. But the nice that, thing that is, can happen. DC did come out at Comic Con this year, and they did release their schedule for next year. Of their animated movie releases, so we are getting at least that as adults, so, as young adults, into adults, you know, adult but, fans are. But is that getting... really a surprise? And, and and I'm glad you brought that up because I, we and we've had conversations about this, you know, since we started talking on, on the podcast. I, DC uh, completely wipes the floor with with anybody else um, as far as their animated productions. Go. Yeah. The, the what they've brought out um 
you know, other than Teen Titans Go, which is complete trash. But um, they, they, for the most part, the animated series and and movies, um, especially that that DC produces along with Warner Brothers, um, are miles ahead of what you're getting from the same types of products from Marvel. Yeah. Um, not that they, like the you know most recently like I've seen some of the Avengers stuff that's on Netflix and things like that and it's mm-hmm. okay but it's not great and even the the I, I would say that the the caliber of voice acting between the two I think is a, is a next step up uh, within the DC universe as well yeah but I I wish that DC would take some of that energy and and put it into their live action offerings cuz uh, there was a a couple of things uh, obviously big names that came out with regard to DC umbrella properties that came out of Comic-Con um and I know for a fact that we have some differing opinions on this panel with regard to Shazam um we haven't specifically spoken about Aquaman yet. Oh, we will. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with. Will. Let's start with Shazam. Yeah. Um, I thought it was what I would expect from a Shazam movie. Yes. Um, I, you know, I'm glad to see DC lighten it up a little yeah. bit because, good God, their movies have been dark. Yep. Um, red looks like red. It's not that like dirty. <laughs> you know the the color of the right. It's not maroon. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not blood red. It's bright. Hey, red. real it's not, colors. It's not na- <laughs> yep. It's not navy red. Isn't maroon just navy red? Um, <laughs> well, it's got that bluish tint to it. <laughs> right, but yeah, it, it, you know, I, I certainly, I certainly like the pops of color now that we have in Shazam. Um, I, I'm not convinced that Zachary Levi was the best choice. Um, and I. I don't want to put down Zachary Levi because I don't necessarily think that he does particularly a bad job, but I, and obviously I haven't seen the movie. I've just seen the yeah. trailer, but I, for, for a superhero whose base power abilities, and I, and I want to tread lightly on this topic <laughs> because... I'm not going to claim to be an expert in in abilities and what they do. Yeah. But for a superhero whose base power abilities rival Superman, yeah. I think he's the wrong choice. And I understand that he's a 10-year-old trapped in an adult body that's been transformed by a wizard when he says the magic words, which sounds super <laughs> pedo by the way. Um it does. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but that it sounds super weird. Um, I mean, I, and I knew that going into it. It, I, uh, it is what it is. Uh, but I, I, and I hope he proves me wrong. I hope the movie is is way better than I'm expecting it to be. But my expectations are low. It looks like it could be a lot of fun, but watching that trailer, it's, it seems like it's just going to be kind of dumb. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm I'm again I I'm hoping that it's going to be good. I am optimistic that it'll be good. At the same time, I try to you know temper that optimism because of I thought that Justice League was going to have potential and Justice League was a hot mess. Yeah. And I'm hoping that DC and Warner Brothers have you know, learned their lessons to the fullest extent. And with Aquaman coming up and Shazam, both of them will be well-rounded, well-written, well-directed films that don't suffer from all the stupidly poor decisions that were previously made so, in everything other than Wonder Woman. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Aquaman. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withhold my opinion until... Until I hear what you guys have to say. Well, see, here's the thing about the Aquaman trailer, too, is I feel like, and this is my biggest fear, I, I, it's not like I disliked the trailer. 
It's not like I'm not hopeful for the movie, but I'm just, we've been burned so badly previously by okay. Warner Brothers DC's films. I, I'm going to cut you off real quick because you've said that before. I want to know honestly, did you like the trailer or not? I do. <laughs> I think it yes, looks pretty okay. cool. I like the trailer. Yeah. Okay. I like the trailer. But I like I enjoyed it while I was watching it. I thoroughly did enjoy it while I was watching it. I had some, you know, inklings in the back of my mind I, going, ooh, this could be problematic, but I, I did actually enjoy the trailer. Okay. Cause I like the trailer too. And I have caveats, but go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. Well see, here's the thing. Like, we know that <laughs> we know that they got such bad recoil from audiences after Man of Steel and after Batman v Superman. Because there was... Which they obviously didn't care about because they still brought out Justice League when it was a pile of shit. Well, here's the thing. Like, they did, obviously, (coughs) because they tried to inject humor into it. Had it originally been... Or had it actually come out as the originally intended film that Zack Snyder was making, it would have followed the exact same blueprint that Batman v Superman and Man of Steel followed. But because Joss Whedon got involved, he tried to inject at the last minute humor into the film because that's what test audiences kept saying the the movie was humorless and it was less entertaining because of that so he tried to inject inject humor into it and it kind of felt like they were injecting humor into it nothing was natural nothing flowed nothing actually everything felt forced like a cgi removed about the marvel movies and that's what i'm fearful of when it comes to aquaman (laughs) is the fact that they they took all that criticism and they realized, like, they took all the criticism from Justice League, knowing full well that they screwed up even in that arena. And then they just didn't start over and make something solid. They just threw themselves to the completely opposite side of the spectrum and made something stupid. Well, that's and that's fear. what they've done with Shazam. Yeah, probably. That's my fear. Is that they didn't find the middle ground that you know Marvel has been able to do since Iron Man. You know, Iron Man started with two scripts, very opposing scripts. One was a little bit more dry, the other one had a little bit more humor, and they were able to bring them together and make a solid movie from them. They started off on that footing, and DC all of a sudden realizes that's where they need to be, but they don't feel like they're getting themselves there they feel like they were on one side of that spectrum and now they've flung themselves to the other side of the spectrum not finding the middle ground well i, I think wonder woman did a really good job of the middle ground so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this has kind of a similar you know vibe yes. to it that's and that's what i that's what i don't understand i i don't understand how they get wonder woman so right yeah and every other movie that they've made so wrong I, d- I can't and imagine it's just I, that comes down I to the don't, director. I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's the, I know that they had different writers for Wonder Woman. Obviously, they had a different director in Patty Jenkins. Um, Patty Jenkins is not known for making comedic films. Yeah. But at the same time, she balance, She was able to balance the humor that was needed, much needed in the in Wonder Woman, very well. It was natural. It felt, you know, organic in the film. Nothing seemed out of no, place. It was, it was even it was if you great. didn't necessarily, yeah, even if you didn't necessarily like I, how the movie ended, which is has been pretty much the only complaint I've ever heard. Um, you couldn't argue with the entire film as a whole being well balanced. And that's just what kills me about the other films. It made those other films feel so unbalanced. And, you know. I I am almost of a mindset at this point that they need to scrap Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Justice League from the timeline and just reboot those movies altogether. Yeah, somehow retcon them without ruining Wonder Woman. Yeah, how do you do that? Because, I mean... Whew. You could. I mean, it's not like comics... No, I mean, it's cultural it. icon at this... You know, Gal Gadot, I mean, it's just... <laughs> right. I, I, And she 100% deserves to continue to be Wonder Woman because she's amazing. Yeah. But 
you know, I, and honestly, at this point, I, you know, if you want to stick with Henry Cavill, that's awesome. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I think he plays a, a good Superman, but I'm not opposed to getting somebody else. Um, I, Ben I, Affleck, I feel like got shafted because I, I, I feel like if everybody would have just, you know, kind of disregarded Daredevil and let him have his time to shine as right. Batman, I think he could have been amazing. And he got shit on by the the community as a whole and shitty writers. Yeah. Um, because yeah. this particular Batman just blows. He is, his portrayal in Batman v Superman was much better than what they gave him to work with in Justice League. No, well, and his his portrayal altogether in both movies is not what is wrong. No, it's not his portrayal at all. They they gave him horrible material the, in Justice League and bad. Well, and, the, and the rest of the movies are just bad. Yeah, I mean, just Justice League suffers from trying to accomplish too much without putting the work in. Yeah, it, it's like a it's like a it's like a yo yo dieter. They they want the results without doing the work. Yep. And, uh, you know, DC saw what Marvel was doing, said, we can do that, we have the characters to support it, and decided to just make the Avengers without putting the work into making Iron Man and Thor. Yeah. And I, I, Cyborg needed his own standalone to really understand that character. Flash definitely needed at least... I would argue Half that Cyborg is never going to carry his own movie. I don't mind Cy- so much that Cyborg didn't have his own movie. I Flash certainly needed his own movie. Yeah. Um, Batman beforehand, needed his own. I Batman mean, needed his own the movie. The story that they set up for Batman that that segued from Man well, of Steel straight and, and, into Batman v Superman, from Batman v Superman into Justice League. He needed backstory. He needed character development. We deserve the that. biggest problem with Batman, though, is that their version of Batman goes completely against the character. Yeah, and that's what we needed. We needed an explanation I, as to why he was. The I don't way need he was. an explanation. You just need to not do it. <laughs> well, that the, too. DC, that need, DC and Warner Brothers Batman. need to don't do that guy. Don't be this version of the like, awful Batman that doesn't mind just killing don't and, be, and is all about using massive guns. Don't be dumb. Yeah. They, they need somebody to hit somebody with a fucking racket and say. I, you can't give Batman a gun. This like, has been. Batman is not Batman if he's using a Gatling gun and there's machine like, guns, you know, sticking out of the fucking. We have like eighty years yeah. of him not doing. Have that. you ever read a Batman comic? Yeah. Like, it's not even not even just eighty years of him not doing it. Him actively acting against it. Yep. Like, this is like th- there is there there is a core tenant to the the Batman mythos. In that he does not use a gun. He's got utility belts, and, and <laughs> I like, it, they like they they completely just took a dump on that script and said, "Now nah, we're giving him guns." Yeah, it's like forget like, him it, being able to like, fight. We're giving him guns. Yeah, forget him being a ninja. Like, we're giving the, him guns. The whole thing is that guns. he doesn't need a gun. He doesn't need to use a gun. He doesn't like guns. He. His parents were shot. Like, uh, this is dumb. Like, <laughs> stop it. You, you, you have completely gone. I just on a ninety degree tangent away from where this character is, and completely ignored everything else about what has been built on this character for decades of this character being written. Yeah. Now of and, course this and, also And the problem is is that I I don't want to I don't want to say that you need to write a movie that's exactly in line with the Batman comics because Marvel has shown that that's not you don't have to do that. You can make the character good without having to follow. All right. Hey Chad, I have a question for you. Was that uh, any theories about what Chris Pine is doing with uh, Wonder Woman and why he was there? Um there was a couple of theories that I had read. One involving him being a, <laughs> uh, a grandchild, a great okay. grand, a, No, it was a, just a grandchild, um, or a great nephew. I'd rather or something have a ghost. Now we didn't know that he was. 
We had a, no idea if he had been previously married. We don't know if he'd been or no, we know that he didn't previously <laughs> been married. We don't we don't know if he didn't have um previous love affairs. We didn't know if all he we know had is he got blown up siblings. <laughs> yeah, all we knew is that he got blown up. Uh now I don't feel like they were ever gonna take the role that they took with Bucky Barnes and, you know, him being flung from the train in Captain America and then him being recovered. I don't feel like they were gonna go that route. But I, the theory that's Well, you remember forward, that the plane that he was piloting blew up in <laughs> yeah, midair, right? Yeah, it's That's bombs. exactly it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, I mean, he could have yeah, jumped and it was, out and he could have had one a parachute, bomb, but we never saw it, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So we don't think we're going to find him in Wakanda. <laughs> we don't think that, yeah, we don't think it's plausible for them to go that route without being completely ridiculed for it. So that's why well, we don't feel the, like that's going to... The amount of explosives he yes. might have ended up in Wakanda. Any sexier theories? No, you jackasses. No. <laughs> That's the point I've been making. You won't listen to. The uh, theory, no, no to you're me. not. The theory is it's a it's a family member. Uh. It's not going to be any of those things. It's not going to be something that DC had previously done with other characters. It's not something that Marvel had ever done on any of its characters, so they're going to try and compete well, with. I... It's going to be something very simple like he's just a family member who resembles him greatly. Okay. That's the running theory right now. Is that going to be satisfying? If that it like if that's what ends up, well, if you just pretend that it's still him from World War Two. I mean, World War One, and now we're in the mall in nineteen eighty four. It like uh, the is other theory really is be it's flashback. It's a lot of suspense of disbelief, you know. But uh, yeah, the other theory is that it's legitimately only it's it's still him as the same character, but in flashbacks. Except that I think there's I'm not sure if there's um, there there can't be photos from the set yet because I don't think they've gone into filming and production with it. But like I don't feel like there's um test photos and test shots of like costumes and whatever that leaked or anything like that. So I have no idea, to be honest with you. Like I would be happier with flashbacks. I yeah I would be happier with yeah, flashbacks me too. too. But it really depends on what they're doing. The ghost would be because... pretty cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm still going to go with ghost. But, uh, you know, the the hard part about even with flashbacks is that because the timeline of the original Wonder Woman movie wasn't really long. I mean, you, you essentially saw all of their... All of their time together, yeah. Time together throughout that movie. I mean, it, it played out... You know, essentially in a in an uncut, you know, time period for the two of them. So there's not going to be a whole lot of flashbacks where they're going to interact that we didn't already see. But I, you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to, with it being a Wonder Woman movie, I'm willing to give them a little bit more leeway than than the rest of the garbage that DC's <laughs> put out. Yeah. Um, no, here's the thing too. With that that film, he's still credited as as being Steve Trevor, but that's only based off of what people know of it right now. I mean, that's what's on Wikipedia. I don't know if necessarily that's going to change. Um, if that was just a bluff on DC's part to keep certain plot points under wraps or whatever. Again, it could very easily be that it was just flashbacks. It could be he it's still Steve Trevor, but it's a relative and he was named after his grandfather, so it's, you know, different middle name or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um I'm more interested <laughs> I'm Steven Jacob Trevor. <laughs> I'm more interested in the fact that they're bringing in <laughs> Cheetah, which is weird to me i mean i to be expected it's to be expected exactly because that's Event. you know I'm, I'm very main wonder woman villain yeah so it is to be expected i just feel like with everything that they've been doing with the dceu and trying to get some of these characters well i uh, basically you know keeping them as a group sort of mentality where you know Batman v Superman, you had Superman. It was supposed to be the sequel to Man of Steel, but instead it became, uh, you know, a team-up movie for the most part, even though they're fighting each other. Where it was Batman and Superman? Then came Justice League, you know, and Wonder Woman was its own standalone, which was great, but because this was the sequel, 
they were fully, you know, most audiences were fully expecting other Justice League characters to be a part of it somehow. Now, granted, this is Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. This is way before the Justice League was even a thing, way before even Superman was a thing. Um, so would they still. technically be flash forwards then? No, technically it would be flashbacks because World War One did happen. Oh before right, no, I'm stupid. <laughs> but I don't know. Like it's it's going to be interesting. Let me go ahead and edit that section of my. No, <laughs> absolutely leaving that in. But I, but that's where I'm kind of leaning yeah, towards it being retarded. Um, being flashbacks because what we know from from Justice League. And from Batman, well, not from Batman v Superman, really, but from Justice League, is the fact that Deanna basically shut herself off from humanity after World War One, for the most part. She didn't really continue. Well, she definitely wasn't Wonder Woman. She just kind of didn't really do much. And so, presumably, in 1984, something would have come up to challenge the fact that she was being reserved and to make her almost come out as a superhero but then not because we know obviously much later when justice league the timeline that justice league is part of she wasn't she was just working in a museum and hadn't been a hero type for like since world war one basically right which is really questionable well, as we don't, why they're even we don't doing this know that they, well, she they comes left that kind it. of intentionally vague it was a little vague but she does say that she she basically um closed herself off or just let humanity in the world do its thing since world war one she didn't get involved she intentionally shut herself off from everybody else since world war one like she says and now what granted that's of the broken <laughs> but yeah i mean it's Sorry. it's it, she was it's not to say that she didn't get involved in certain things. Maybe she just never got involved in anything global like that. Maybe that's what she was referring to, where she could have been a symbol of peace. She could have been the thing that Superman was trying to be, but she just didn't. That's not to say that she didn't stop a few baddies that she ran across. But so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I think it's a little weird, but at the same time, it's not that they're doing a 1984 film, a, a film based in 1984, as opposed to like so, a little bit closer I, I want to <laughs> make a comment on that, and I want to I preface it like this. It feels like DC is continuously trying to emulate the movies that Marvel is doing and failing. And the reason that I say that is that you have Captain Marvel that's now slated to come out in March of next year. Yep. That's set in, you know, the early 90s. 90s. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so then DC's like, well, Wonder Woman's going to be in 1984. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, we had Avengers and then we had the shitty Justice League movie and. <laughs> We've got like I mean, come on, like uh, Captain America: Civil War, Batman vs Superman, like it's, I, it just seems like yeah, they're playing catch up, and the problem is it seems like, but it seems even worse. Yeah, it, it does. seems like they're 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 the kid that's trying too hard to be. Yeah, cool. they're overcompensating completely, like, and I don't know if it's necessarily you know DC's fault or if it's Warner Brothers' fault. I kind of, I kind of get the feeling that it's DC's I, fault for not. I think they're both at fault. Yeah, but I they, just don't they, know who's saw... got more control over the properties. Like at least Disney lets Marvel do its thing. You know, where I don't know how much Warner Brothers gets involved in the process, or if they let DC do its. All thing. right. Speaking of Warner yeah, Brothers, <laughs> is it weird to see Johnny Depp out there? <laughs> weird to see Johnny Depp. Out yeah, there? like, like, like yeah, what press yeah. for you know, it, the new uh, Fantastic yeah. Beast? Yeah, Fantastic Beast movie. He's kind of persona non grata, and it's like, I assume he really needs the money. <laughs> I because he seems to be in a lot of trouble. Um, his issues were domestic issues, yeah. right? 
Most, mostly. More than anything else. Like, he, like, it's not like he was out, like, you know, molesting people or anything. I mean, he wasn't Kevin Spacing it up no, all he over didn't. the place. No, he no. just. No, it was. He's like. Yeah, it's it's basically he uh, Amber Heard um, is accusing him of a bunch of stuff. Another Warner's bro, Warner Brothers. Marriage, basically, so. Spousal abuse, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's I, he's got a couple of bodyguards that are saying that he was um, not paying them and a few other th- little things here. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what the full details with the bodyguards were, but that's what they were saying. So. I realize that our our other conversation was prior to the podcast, so it's not. I'm not going to reference the other conversation, but I will say this: I think it's a little ridiculous that he's not getting the same kind of treatment as everybody okay. else. So I'm not. Yeah. He kind of is, though. I mean, to a degree. Uh, yeah, but not as much. He's not losing his positions or acting jobs, things like that. Well, he had been, before uh, you know, all these accusations came out and whatnot, he had already been cast <coughs> and he'd already been under contract to do Fantastic Beasts uh, with its sequels, however many he was going to be in. And that's not to say that they couldn't go back and... They reshot an, an entire movie when Kevin Spacey got accused of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I know. But it's, I, it's know, not it's, to say that they couldn't have said that they didn't have a, a clause in those contracts that said if you screw up royally in some way that would put the uh, the project as a whole in peril, you know, we won't move ahead with it or the, the contract becomes null and void. I guarantee you that that's something that was probably very, you know, much in the contracts. But it's whether or not the filmmakers and the studio believed him versus believe the accusations that's really what it comes down to and the studio and the producers sided with him that's what they did i mean that's 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 all you can say about it so that's why they're moving forward with it that is also not to say that no other projects are going his way at the moment right at least nothing of any substance i want to touch on on fantastic beasts because other than Johnny Depp, and 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 I I really like Johnny Depp as an actor for the most oh, part. I, I like too. a lot of the movies that he's been in. There, you know, there there are a few of the movies that are are some of my you know kind of go to, you know, guilty pleasure movies. Um, you know, The Ninth Gate. But um, we uh, <laughs> we we've had our conversations on that. Um, I I really like the Fantastic Beasts movie. And I think it would have been just fine without Johnny Depp being Grindelwald. Yeah. I think the second one would be just fine without him as Grindelwald also. Um, I think that the rest of the movie looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I can't I'm, wait. I'm very excited yeah. about it. I, I really enjoyed the first you know, the first one. And, and um, just seeing um, Jude Law, you know, as, as Dumbledore. Uh, yes. Yeah, fantastic. And, uh, well, and I'll tell you what, I, as much as I like the, as, as much as I, as much as I think that the Harry Potter movies are good, the Fantastic Beast movie is better. Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's, that's some memories right there. I, <laughs> but well, see, I, I, I've read the books a good number of times. I, I've, I mean, I'm relatively well versed with the Harry Potter books and I I have some issues with the movie um with the movie series solely in the fact that it it really my biggest issues with the movies and we've talked about this before I think is just that the the sixth book is not well represented in movie form and uh, you know the others are are okay um, but they, they focus the, the movie for half blood prince completely focuses on the wrong aspects of the book there they 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 put primary focus on like a you know tertiary theme throughout the book that i it's just odd the the movie um there's so many i feel like better ways that they could have done yeah. that that it almost taints that portion of the movie series for me um 
it, you know, it, it almost taints, taints the movies that surround it, um, which is a little sad. Um, and I, I think that's what I like about Fantastic Beasts is that it's set, obviously, in the same universe, but it's not... I don't have as much, you know, particular attraction to that movie outside of it just you being a movie. skin in the game. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that you know, obviously the, the, the actual story for you know, the other movies is, is more deeply ingrained into what I've seen just because I've read the books a number of times. And, and I don't mean to say that you can't take some artistic license in adapting a book to a movie. Cause I, I, I am fully aware that you're not gonna, it's not going to be the same experience, but when you change kind of major themes that way, as far as the focus of your movie, it, it's weird. Um, but yeah, I, the Fantastic Beast movie looks great. Yeah, the new trailer definitely helps a little bit with. Uh, I don't want to say like filling in some of the blanks, obviously, because it's they're both just trailers, but they kind of give a little bit of a, a boost when it comes to again, like Jude Law, for example. It's not that we didn't see him in the first trailer, but the character of Dumbledore is so much beloved that to see a younger version of him more is something that's, you know, incredibly enticing, you know, and to see that yeah. he's not a superfluous character. He's not just somebody to be brought in just to have a name and a connection to the Harry Potter series. Like it looks like he's actually, no, he does a good involved, job, you know, yeah. real involved in the actual story. So yeah, it's looking, it's looking awesome. It's going to be, we only got a few more months left till that one comes out. I mean, that's the fun thing about yeah, Comic Con is the fact that they do promote a few things that come out at the end of the year. Um, obviously, we've got we you know we got to wrap this thing up, but uh, we did get a new look at the Clone Wars coming back. I, I was gonna say we can't wrap it up without talking about the fact that Clone Wars is is finally getting the the finale season that it deserves. Yeah, and here's the thing: I'm wondering. Because they had season seven and season eight scripts finished. I'm wondering if they're going to do season seven as these 12 episodes and if they come back and do a follow-up season eight with the last remaining episodes, if they do that as well. Because that would be fantastic if they did. Yeah. You know, you just they've got the scripts written. Why not? I guarantee you with the voice actors, so long as nobody's out of the country, they couldn't make it work. Um. So why not? I mean, it's amazing. I I'm just ecstatic that Ahsoka. I'm not even gonna. I, I'm not even gonna say that it's. Uh, you know, that I'm hopeful for it. I just want to enjoy the fact that we're gonna get. You know, more on-screen action between Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we get a little bit of off. closure on what the hell happened there because that's what was the biggest struggle when it came to how Clone Wars ended was their relationship. Her walking away, and literally, that's it. Like, okay, well, that's not fair. <laughs> that's a beloved character. How are you going to have her walk away and us not having any closure with what happens to her, you know? Right. So hopefully they'll be able to give us a little bit better details. Obviously, we got a little something when it came to Star Wars Rebels, but it wasn't enough, so hopefully we'll get a little bit more there. The other thing that I want to touch base on is Iron Fist. There was a promo for Iron Fist's at comic-con for season two of iron fist and yeah from what everybody's saying who's watched it who's i I, the consensus that i was getting from the majority of people who were talking about it was they kind of felt the same way about the first iron the first season of iron fist that that we fundamentally had and which is to say they didn't like it either (laughs) You know. I liked Iron Fist. I I don't know why you everybody lie. wants to hate on you it so bad. Lie. I I don't. <laughs> I I've said that from the beginning. I don't understand why there's so much hate for Iron Fist. It's I it's not it's not awful. It's that's absolutely true. It's just the weakest of the series, first seasons. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna say because uh, to be fair, I I, would, I think that it was a better. Its first season was better than Luke Cage season two, bar none. I. I, I don't think Iron Fist was I, I don't think Iron Fist season one was that much more was that much more 
bad, which is a terrible grammar. <laughs> but I, I don't think Iron Fist Season 1 was any worse than Luke Cage Season 1. No, I thought Luke Cage Luke Season Cage 1 Luke Cage Season 1 issues, was great for was, the first half, and then good. the second half was boring. Yeah, it did kind of die off a little bit. But I don't know, like Iron Fist, there was just... A lot of inconsistencies about that season the, one. The boring part of Iron Fist was just spread out a little bit more. Yeah. But I don't think it was any more boring than the second half of Luke Cage. Yeah. So hopefully, it's definitely better than season two of Luke Cage. That's for sure. Luke Cage season two, I'm not much of a fan of. And to be honest, I'm not that much a fan of Jessica Jones season two. I really had my hopes up high for Jessica Jones season two, and it just didn't Yeah, deliver. both of those struggled. Yeah, they really did. And if this comes out as being a ridiculously good, well-crafted season, I feel like Marvel will have gotten its legs back underneath itself, hmm. which would be fantastic. So You know, I was trying to remember, and, you know, it's, it's bad because it's been so long. Um since the second season of daredevil came out but i think you and i had a brief conversation about it the other day i think the second season of daredevil struggled too yeah but it was a little bit it it had more redeeming qualities i feel you know like season two of daredevil seemed to have more things go right than season two of jessica jones and season two of luke cage like bringing in electra for example and then bringing in the punisher as another example. I mean, those things were ridiculously awesome. Giving us the Punisher was awesome. So, I mean, it had a lot of... Rede- for all of its faults, it had a lot of things to redeem itself from those faults. Whereas, That's true. Uh, I'll give you yeah, that. I, I don't so all. much support Elektra. I think the Elektra character that they brought in for that entire... You know, for Defenders and Daredevil and everything else, I think it was forgettable. Um, but... Punisher. I mean, uh, I, I'll t- I'll I'll one hundred percent give you give you Punisher. Yeah, Punisher was, that, was a, Punisher was great. Oh, absolutely wonderful portrayal. And so, yeah. I I almost forgot the Punisher had his own season, and that was actually <coughs> spectacular. Yeah, that was so really. Wonderful. I I really liked the 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 Punisher series. Yep. Uh, I can't wait for that to come out. Set, you know, second season. Yep. Hopefully, they do a second season of that. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, I, lastly, the, the Iron Fist trailer actually looks fantastic. Yeah, I I'm, I'm hoping. I'm two, hopeful. So. I am. I'm hopeful. I mean, they kept saying, "This is what killed me." Is the fact that they said that the portrayal of Danny Rand in Luke Cage season two, he was in one episode, was supposed to be like the best version. I'm like, that's not high praise considering he was in one episode and he was a sidekick character and he didn't really have much to do. <laughs> in Luke Cage season two, so that's not particularly fair to that character. I, so I do hope that they bring those two characters together more. Yes, because I I really like the interpersonal dynamic of Luke Cage and Danny Rand. Yeah, they they definitely play off of each other better than pretty much any of the other characters playing off of each other. That's for sure. Yeah, I. I mean the 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 rest of the Defenders series actually I, I could take or leave as far as the interactions between the characters. And I mean I, Jessica I really Jones and that... Luke Cage they were good together too. You know I, the common yeah, but I think they were Luke better. <laughs> I think they were better in the series together rather than. Well, they were better. Like, I think they were better together Defenders, in but Jessica Jones season one. Season one, right? Yeah, no, I and I would agree with that. Yeah. So, but I, you know. Is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. I I would like to. I I I hope that they bring Luke Cage and Iron Fist together. Yeah. More. I hope that he comes back at least in Luke Cage season two. They can bring him back for an episode or two. That'd be nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So, but last but not least, I just want to touch base on it because it'll probably not be until Christmas before we actually get anything. But Doctor Who is coming back. Yeah, it looks great. Finally, it took freaking yeah. forever. Oh. With the uh, the new female doctor, the, new doctor. the one from Broadway, Jodie Whittaker, she's awesome. I like her a lot. I can't wait to see her. Like the trailer that they showed, the little promo they they showed a promo before the panel, and they do have the full panel, the full Doctor Who panel on YouTube. Um, so if you're a fan, go out and watch it. But they did do a little uh, promo, and just from that, it looks great. Uh, but the other, the trailer and stuff like that that they did have. I'm excited for it. 
one, it's just I like the fact that uh, you've got Jodie Whittaker because I'm a huge fan of hers. I think she's awesome. She's going to make a great, a perfect doctor. I'm really excited about that. And then I've always liked when they had more than one companion. Because, like, the last season was fantastic. I loved, you know, Pearl Mackey. And, you know, and so it was just the two of them. But theirs was a completely different dynamic. I think that's why it worked so well. And it was amazing having that where it was just one doctor and one companion. This is something different where it's the doctor with three or is it four? I think it's three, just three companions. But they're not. I will take your word on all of it. Yeah, I know you're, not, because... you're not the biggest. You haven't watched no, it. No, it, it has nothing to do with being a fan. I just, you just haven't. I've never watched it. Yeah. It's always been at the top of my list of, you know, new shows to pick up. Yeah. And it's it's it, always it, getting the, the hard part is that it's, it's hard to find. It like yeah. there's not well yeah the fact that there's well, it used you to know, be on Netflix and nine thousand episodes of it. Well, um, just since the reboot, two thousand five reboot. That's what but, I started at. I mean, um, I could go back and watch some of the old ones from the sixties to seventies, but that'd be that's hard. Good luck finding. Well, yeah. Them. So, but I'm really well, excited and that's for the, the thing is that it's just it's hard to pick up. Yeah. Anywhere when the, when the series just doesn't stream anywhere. Right? Yeah, in the U.S., I don't know where the hell it streams anymore. Because I'm not I'm not going to commit to buying you know entire series of it without being able to see some of it first. Yeah. Yeah. But this 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 should prove. But I have season. nothing against Doctor Who. I, I I always hope that it does well, and I I know a lot of people that like it. I just yeah, this is going to be a great season. I'm just going to put it out there right now. That. I think this is going to be a great season because the last time they did, they've had seasons where they've had more than one companion, more than one person going along with the Doctor. They've always been good. Yeah, seasons. I'm excited about and it. And it's not like they did it a lot, but like the Matt Smith years. Oh yeah, they had you know. They definitely had um, more than one. They had Rory. (laughs) (laughs) Him going along. And that was great. I mean, it it really helped play up a lot of fun stuff. So I really think that... It's a foil to his, uh, you know, his stuff. It just works. Yeah. And it was fantastic. And I think this time around, having, you know, two male companions and one female companion, plus Jodie Whittaker being female doctor, it's going to create a lot of fun situations that they're going to get themselves into. And I'm really interested to see how they bring these three random people together because they're clearly not all, according to the the promos and the trailers that they showed, they're clearly not all people who know each other. They're not family. They're not, you know, in a relationship. But they all somehow come together, and the Doctor finds them, and now all of a sudden they're together. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic and should lend itself to some fun, fun episodes and whatnot. And I'm hoping that they keep going after what they did last season because they introduced a lot of new characters and new villains and new situations whereas in previous seasons they kind of relied on the same old villains the same old situations you know stuff that just kind of gotten a little heightened or a little bit more you know out of control but last season they actually created some new things which was absolutely fantastic so i'm hoping they take that leap and keep going forward well i'm excited about it yeah i can't wait for it to start I mean, again, I really kind of feel like it's probably going to be it's going to be another kickoff with the um, Christmas episode that they do every year. Yeah. And then it'll it'll start up probably in like almost immediately after. I know that they've already begun filming, obviously. So it's just a matter of when they finish and come out with everything. Should be good, though. I mean, there was a ton of other stuff at Comic-Con that we could touch base on. There's way too much stuff going on at Comic-Con for us to ever be able to touch base on in one episode. We'd be talking of course. for like three hours minimum. Yeah. There's just too much stuff. I mean, this year's Comic-Con was just packed. I was going down the list of all the different events and all the different panels and everything that was going on. And on day one, I would have been sweating bullets trying to figure out which panel and which event to go to on any given hour out of that day. And it just got worse. On day two and three and four. <laughs> so if you ever get a chance, you know, definitely make it down to San Diego for Comic-Con some years. I know it's a little difficult for some people. It can get kind of expensive. But if you ever get a chance, I mean, as far as pop culture is concerned, it is a absolute mecca. It's amazing. So 
But otherwise, thankfully, we can check all this stuff out online. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of coverage in you know the news, and then there's a lot of you know follow up and stuff like that on YouTube, which is awesome. So highly recommend yeah. checking all the trailers out on YouTube. But that's it. Yeah. So we're out of here. All right, guys. All right. We'll see y'all next week. More Ahsoka. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. All right. See you, peoples. Right. Good night, fellas. All right, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, follow on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, Be sure to check us out on the Facebooks and the Twitters, and we will see you all in the next episode.